Revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Career Revamp. I am your podcast host, Alicia Perkins. I am a career development coach and I teach stuck professionals how to stop settling for less, recognize their value and maximize their earning potential without sacrificing their boundaries. And so you guys can pretty much tell by the title of this podcast that I am probably going to go in a little bit. (laughs) And I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I get a lot of people on LinkedIn contacting me or even people that I know that are, they're in the point where they're wanting more and they are thinking about having a actual career switch made and just really thinking about going to that next phase, right? And a lot of them are experiencing self-doubt. And I think a lot of people are experiencing shame. And the reason I say shame is for one, you know, when you are at the point where you know that, okay, I need something else as far as this, like what I want and and what I need, those expectations are not being met. And so you find people that just simply want to try something new, right? They're they're at work, they're bored, they are frustrated. You have people even that just want to make more money. They really want a different lifestyle. And then you have some people that, their environment at work is so toxic. Like they're, they are ready to finally work in a company to where they're able to receive the respect. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what the reason is, but the point is, is that, that they are wanting something else. And I think a lot of shame comes from that because, you know, I'm 35, I'll be 36 in a few months. And I know as far as my parents, they always say, Hey, find a good stable job. And you stay there forever. And so the idea of being stable was always instilled in me. You know, it was not around career fulfillment or career alignment. And I was never taught to seek to enjoy the work that I do. So for years, the expectation of actually enjoying my job was not there because I felt like I just had to focus on the obligations of life. And I had to focus on surviving rather than thriving, right? And so I think it is impossible to thrive in a job or in a role when it is not satisfying you. And that's why I say I feel like a lot of shame comes from people when they may have a a job that's okay, right? And they start to express that, wait a minute, I want something more. Because everybody just says, just be happy that you have a job, especially now we see so many people around us that don't have a job and you can almost feel ashamed or even embarrassed to even voice, hey, I don't like what it is, these particular duties that I'm doing, like it doesn't hit anymore. And so when I talk about you starting to own the fact that you want to do something different and new, I'm talking about taking full responsibility of that choice And like being very strategic with it, right? Like actually having to admit, hey, you know what? I want something new and start to actually plan those steps. And I want to talk about that because we have a lot of people that express, I don't like my job, right? I feel like I'm not being paid enough. Or I feel like this environment that I'm in, it is so toxic. I feel like 
this specific employer that I work for is not showing me the respect. And people do a lot of expressing their feelings and they want to, you know, I hate to say complain, but I'm just going to say it, right? And they want to complain about their environment, but they don't want to do anything about it. And I really think one of the key components to you starting to own the fact that you want something different is to start doing something about it, you know? And I tell people, especially if you are in a specific role or job and you hate it, if all you think about is how much you hate your job, how much you hate being there, that is going to be miserable. And this is why most people feel stuck because all they do is surround themselves with how they feel about something and they don't do anything to actually change it. And you will empower yourself when you, for one, are not only aware that, hey, I don't like this, but you're actually trying to do something to have it changed. And so, you know, a lot of people, they always want to wait until they feel confident, right? They feel like, okay, I have to feel this way first. But I tell people the more action you take, the more confident you will become, right? And so I see a lot of people around me that are aware of how they feel, but they're not doing anything about it. And this gets really scary because you can find yourself aware of something for a really long time. And then you wake up and it's five years later and you're still there. Right. And so I tell people the more action that you put in trying to move towards something that you really want to do, the better you will feel, the more you are able to bear (laughs) that job right now. Because you know what? I won't lie. I'm going to be honest. When you are in that phase where you realize, okay, wait a minute, I don't like this job. I want something new. It takes time to sit down and think about what that next move is going to actually look like. It actually takes time to sit down and seek out help with it if you need it. It takes time to really plan out that job search and really have things in order. So you could easily be in that role for the next five or six months. I'm not saying that it has to take that long, but it can. But you are able to really bear those next six months a lot more because you are doing what it takes to like move away from it. And so on the opposite end of that, what you shouldn't experience is that you're so tired of the job that you're in and you just hop up and go find a job without really thinking about what it is that you want and you end up in the same job, the same kind of job or the same environment that you trying to actually run away from. And so I'm very, very big on being strategic and being in a place to where you're able to plan the next move with clarity, right? And so I really want you guys to start thinking about, you know what? I do want something else. I want, I know that I need to make a move, but what are those next steps? And what exactly does those next steps actually look like? And I want to take a quick break because this podcast is sponsored by Career Revamp. And that is my eight-week group coaching program that is designed for stuck professionals that are ready to go to the next level of their career, but they're not quite sure what that looks like. And so if you are interested in joining my group program, you can definitely find out more information at IamAliciaPerkins.com slash career revamp. That is IamAliciaPerkins.com slash career revamp. So let's jump back into this, right? Because I want to talk about when you're able to really own how you feel about something and you're really able to own the fact that, hey, I don't like where I am right now. 
and I'm ready to move towards something else, that's when you're able to create your career on your own terms. And many people never, ever have an opportunity to create and build a career based off of what they want. And I say this because for one, majority of people make their career decisions based upon one, what other people feel like is a good fit for them and based upon how other people feel, right? And so when you're always living in this zone of where all of your choices are made based upon what other people feel, you never get the opportunity to go after what you want, right? Half the time you haven't even really sat down to think about what it is that you want because you're always so consumed about what other people want. I was talking to one of my clients the other day and she said, you know what, what happens if the next job turns out to not be what I thought, right? Because, you know, she's really in that space to where she hasn't always made the best choices, right? As far as her past jobs. And so she's really having to overcome that self-doubt and she's really having to like really move past that feeling of, okay, wait a minute. The past three choices I've made have been horrible. And it's a fear of what if I make the same, you know, again, I said, for one, this time is different because you're actually able to have help, right? And I think a lot of people make the same mistakes over and over and that's because they don't ask for help. But, you know, let's just say if the next job offer that you accept turns out to be a complete dud. And let's just say that 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 happened because there is a reality, right? There is no perfect job and there is no sure way to tell whether or not a particular job or place is a good fit for you. Now, there are particular questions that you can ask and, you know, and you are able to talk to people who work there or once worked there, but there's no 100% sure way to know until you actually start there, right? So there's always a possibility to where you are able to go through the whole interviewing process. Everybody you meet is amazing. They're so kind. It's, oh my God, this environment seems so great. And you start and it's the exact opposite. And I said, if you find that next position and it does not turn out the way that you think it should, then you just have that next move planned, right? And when I said that, she just kind of stared at me. And then all of a sudden she was like, that's right. And I say that because don't ever feel like you have to stay in a certain place. Don't ever feel like you're stuck because you're not. A lot of the times we feel stuck is because we're so concerned about, okay, what is everybody going to think? Oh my God, I've only been here for six months, right? (laughs) You know, if my friends and family around me know that, oh my God, I've only been here for six months and I hate this job and I want to find something else, everybody else is going to think that I'm unstable. Everybody else is going to think that, you know, I'm this big person that hops from job to job. And so here we go again, worried about what everybody else thinks when you are the one who has to go to work every day right? And we have to know that when it comes to us having to plan out our actual career path, a lot of the times we are just exploring, right? Now you are able to explore with clarity, right? And when I say that, I mean that you are exploring opportunities because you know what you are in search of, right? And you know what expectations you are needing to actually be met, right? So I'm not for you hopping from job to job, hoping something sticks and you don't know what you want, right? I'm not for that, right? But I am for you (laughs) Um, not being afraid to find something else that meets those expectations. And so you have the power to really create your career on your terms. 
But that takes you, again, not caring about what other people think and not trying to create a career that's based upon everybody else's idea of success, but you honing in on, okay, what does success looks like for me, right? And knowing that that idea of success can change, right? Because like I said, I'll be 36 in a few months. So my idea of success at 25 is completely different now, right? Because at 25, I wasn't married. I didn't have any kids. Now I'm married. I have a small child. So definitely my idea of success is not the same. And so that's why we have to always be in this state to where we're able to evaluate Has my idea of success changed? And does this current job uphold this current idea of success? And so that takes you always trying to take examination (laughs) of where you are. Most people don't do that. Most people are in this race, right? Which is why people want to just kind of zoom through their job search. They accept the first job offer that they get. They don't even really think about it. And then they get that yes. And now all of a sudden they are hired on and it's like, whew. And it's over. They don't even think about their career, their goals, nothing. Because the only goal they had was to just get the job. There was no other expectation past that. And that's what happens when you just kind of, you're so in a pursuit for a yes, and you're not in a pursuit for fulfillment, right? And so I tell people, that's why I say the best time to look for a job is when you have a job. So you can really weigh out those job offers and really get clear on what this next job needs to have for you to be successful in it. I'm like, you. if you keep telling yourself that I cannot be paid the money that I wanna be paid and have a job that I enjoy, you will never experience it. Why? Because you don't seek out something that you don't believe in, right? And if that expectation there is just to just survive, you will always accept you being in an environment that you don't like just as long as those bills are being paid. It's a difference between you accepting something and you enjoying something because a lot of us accept things in life that we don't enjoy. Right. And so, you know, you really got to get into that mind shift to where you like, you know, what? it's now time to create my career how I see fit. And this doesn't happen overnight. Right. A lot of our issues is how we think about ourselves. A lot of the issues and the struggles that we face is how we think about ourselves. And that's why when when it comes to my clients, I do teach them job search strategies and I do teach them how to network and and the whole job interview process. We dig deep into all of that, right? But we first, (laughs) we first get clear on what it is you want, right? And for a lot of my clients, that is a struggle for them. Because it's been a really long time since they sat down and like thought about it. And they will sometimes think that they know, but they don't, right? But what they do know is what they've been having to receive or accept, but they don't know what it is that they want. Because it's, it's a big difference between you knowing what you will accept versus what it is that you want, right? And a lot of us live our lives based upon what we're able to get out of life and not what we want out of life. Who that was a word right there. I, I don't know who needed to hear that. <laughs> But that was a word for somebody, right? Because 
they can almost feel the same, but they're not the same. And so when you start to really get into the lifestyle, right? Because it is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle of asking for what you want. It has to become a habit. It has to become something that you have to keep doing over and over again. I tell people all the time, I was, especially with people that have a really hard time speaking up for themselves. I said, you have to practice it. It doesn't happen the first time, right? And so I, t- I always say like, you know, what you practice at all times will be what you are at all times, right? And so when you get into a mindset to where you have a lifestyle of making sure those expectations are being met, then you won't experience any like shame around it, right? And I'm talking about having real expectations because I've heard people say, okay, one of their expectations is that they want to work for a boss that shows them respect. And I'm like, that is not an expectation, love. I'm like, friend, that's not an expect. That's the bare minimum. That's like saying, I want my spouse to not cheat on me. That should just be automatic. That should be automatic. I'm not about to put on my list that I, no, absolutely not. And this is what I mean when I say those low expectations, you know, and when when you say things like, okay, one of my expectations is that I want to be paid when I'm worth, friend, that's the bare minimum. They should be paying you for your skill set because your skill set solves their problem. That's the bare minimum. Right. And so and when that's on your list as an expectation, what happens is, is when you find yourself, you know, like all of a sudden, you know, you're there for a year and a half and you're like, oh, my God, it's time for a raise. And you ask for a raise and they say no, you feel okay with it. Right. Because this this was an expectation. You feel like, okay, me asking to be paid my worth is just so like this huge thing, right? When it's the bare minimum. And that's why a lot of people are able to accept these things because they don't expect anything else. And that really goes back to what I said earlier. The people that think they're asking for too much, you're not asking for enough. And so when you are wanting to look for that next position and you say things like, you know, those expectations are so low, you open yourself up to being lowball. So Let's go ahead and raise those expectations. Let's go ahead and sit down and think about, y'all, what do we really want out of this next phase in our career and start owning what you want and not feeling like you have to, for one, you know, feel shame around it and not thinking that you have to apologize or make excuses or give specific reasons as to why you want these things, right? Because you know the life that you are trying to build. And so this wraps up this podcast episode. I'm hoping that I was able to really provide some level of value to everyone. Please remember that if you do want me to speak on any specific topics, go ahead and send me an email at support at IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is support at IamAliciaPerkins.com. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.